Welcome to Zichud Daf Simon Member Bei Avram Golday, and today we're Zechus Yuma Daf Peches, the eighth parak Yom Kippurim, and the final Daf of the Masechta. So the three points we're going to focus on: number one, on Daf Peizayin Amud Beis. Rav said, "Tfilas Neila Poteres Eshel Arvis." Neila exempts one from the Chiva Mari, meaning if one has recited Neila, he does not have to recite Mariv that night. Rush explains that this is because Rav holds that Neila is recited after nightfall; otherwise, it cannot substitute for Mariv. On this stuff, the Gemara teaches that the question whether Ni'ila can substitute for Mariv is actually a Malchokas Tanaim, for it was taught in Abraisa, Balkari Tova Holach Adamincha. A man who experiences a seminal mission Yom Kippur may immerse himself at any time until Mincha. Rabbi Yossi says, Koha Yom Kulo. He may immerse himself any time throughout the entire day. Rashi explains that according to the Rabbanan, meaning the Tanakama, if the person had the emission after Mincha, he's not permitted to immerse in the daytime for Ni'ila, since they hold Ni'ila's recited at night. According to Rabbi Yossi, the Balkari is permitted to immerse after Mincha, since he holds Ni'ila is a daytime tefillah, and a tefillah is required to recite the day's tefillahs. Point number two, a teacher of Bryce has taught the following Bryce before of Nachman. If one experiences an involuntary seminal mission on Yom Kippur, his sins have evidently been forgiven. Rashi says, Rashi says that it's a good simon for him. He'll see offspring and live long days. The Gemara brings another Bryce regarding such a person that states, Avonos of Sudurim. His sins are arranged for the based in Shalmal, which presumably means he'll be judged for them. The Gemara answers that it means Sudurim Machel. They're arranged in preparation to be forgiven, which is understood to mean that they're being examined to find grounds to pardon him. And point number three, a bright city Shiva Rishmael taught, Haruah Kerbi Yom Kippur and Yidah Ko Kula. One who experiences a seminal mission on Yom Kippur should worry all year long. Rush explains that the base in Shemal may be showing him that his fasting has been rejected by using the only way to satiate him against his will. Although he was attempting to abstain from intimate relations, they compelled him to experience a resemblance of it. He's like a servant who came to mix his master's drink, only to have the master dash the drink back in his face. The Imalso Oshana Muftachlo Shuhu Ben Olam Haba. But if he lives out the year, he may be assured that he has a place in Olam Haba. Rashi explains that living out the year means that he has Maisim Tovim to his credit and is thus deserving of Olam Haba. When Ravdimi came to Babo, he said, Mapishchaye Sage Maski, he will live long, multiply and multiply further. Rashi explains that this promise is alluded to in Yeshaya, as the Pusik states, Yerazera Yorak Yamin, which can be interpreted to mean, if he sees seed, meaning semen, he'll see offspring and live long days. Yerazera has a double meaning of seeing seed and seeing offspring. So once again, the three points are number one. On the Pezayin on the base, Rav said, Tfilas Ni'ila poteres eshel arvis. Ni'ila exempts one from the Chiv of Mar, meaning if one has recited Ni'ila, he does not have to recite Mar that night. Rush explains that this is because Rav holds that Ni'ila is recited after nightfall. Otherwise, it could not substitute for Mar. On this stuff, the Gemara teaches that the question of whether Ni'ila can substitute for Mariv is actually a Malchus Tanai, for it was taught in Raisa, Balkari Tova Vaholachada Mincha. A man who experiences a seminal mission Yom Kippur may immerse himself at any time until Mincha. Rabbi Yossi says, Koh Yom Kulo. He may immerse himself any time throughout the entire day. Rashi explains that according to the Rabbanim, meaning the Tanakhama, if the person had the emission after Mincha, he's not permitted to immerse in the daytime for Ni'ila since they hold Ni'ila is recited at night. According to Rabbi Yossi, the Balkari is permitted to immerse after Mincha, since he holds Ni'ila as a daytime tefillah, and a tevila is required to recite the day's tefillahs. Point number two, a teacher of Bryce has taught the following Bryce before of Nachman. If one experiences an involuntary seminal mission Yom Kippur, his sins have evidently been forgiven. Rashi says that it's a good simon for him. He'll see offspring and live long days. The Gemara brings another brace regarding such a person that states, Avonos of Sedurim, his sins are arranged for the base in Shamal, which presumably means they'll be judged for them. 
The Gemara answers that it means Sudurin Limachel. They are arranged in preparation to be forgiven, which is understood to mean that they're being examined to find grounds to pardon them. And point number three, a bright of the Yeshiva of Yishmael taught, one who experiences a seminal mission on Yom Kippur should worry all year long. Rashi explains that the base in Shemal may be showing him that his fasting has been rejected by using the only way to satiate him against his will. Although he was attempting to abstain from intimate relations, they compelled him to experience a resemblance of it. He's like a servant who came to mix his master's drink, only to have the master dash the drink back in his face. But if he lives out the year, he may be assured that he has a place in Olam Haba. Rashi explains that living out the year means that he has my token to his credit and is thus deserving of Olam Haba. When Rav Dini came to Babo, he said, He will live long, multiply, and multiply further. Rashi explains that this promise is alluded to in Yeshaya, as the Pasuk states, which can be interpreted to mean, if he sees seed, meaning semen, he will see offspring and live long days. Yira has a double meaning of seeing seed and seeing offspring. All right, so now we go to Simr.Peiches, and our standard simon is a pach, a garbage can, a pach. So here goes. The Balkari hiding out in the garbage can because he was so embarrassed that he wasn't allowed to go to the mikvah after Mincha because Ne'ila was at night, was so confused when a sign came down from Shamayim that his sins were forgiven, together with a portrait of him in the future with a lot of offspring. So once again, in slow motion. The ball carry hiding out in the garbage can. Garbage can? That must mean we're on Duff Peiches. Pach. Garbage can. The ball carry hiding out in the garbage can because he was so embarrassed that he wasn't allowed to go to the mikvah after Mincha because the Ne'ilah was at night, which reminds us on Duff Peizayin on my base. Rav said, Tifilis Ne'ilah Poteris Eshel Arbis. Ne'ilah exempts one from the Chiva Mar, meaning that if one has recited Ne'ilah, he does not have to recite Mar that night because Rav holds that Ne'ilah is recited after nightfall. Otherwise, it could not substitute for Mariv. On this stuff, the Gemara teaches that the question of whether Ni'ila can substitute for Mariv is actually a Machokas Tanaim. So the Balkari hiding on the garbage can because he was so embarrassed that he wasn't allowed to go to the mikvah after Mincha because Ni'ila was at night, was so confused when a sign came down from Shamayim that his sins were forgiven, which reminds us that teacher Bryce has taught the flying Bryce before of Nachman. If one experiences an involuntary seminal mission in Yom Kippur, his sins have evidently been forgiven. So the Balkari hiding out in the garbage can because he was so embarrassed that he wasn't allowed to go to the mikvah after Mincha because Ni'ilah was at night, was so confused when a sign came down from Shamayim that his sins were forgiven, together with a portrait of him in the future with a lot of offspring. Which reminds us, a Bryce of the Yeshiva of Ishmael taught, one who experiences a seminal mission on Yom Kippur should worry all year long, but if he lives out the year, he may be sure that he has a place in Olam Haba. Rashi explains that living out the year means that he is meisim tovim to his credit and is thus deserving of Olam Haba. When Rabbi Dimi came to Babel, he said, Sagi He will live long, multiply, and multiply further. So once again, the ball carry hiding on the garbage can because he was so embarrassed that he wasn't allowed to go to the mikvah after Mincha because Ne'ila was at night, was so confused when a sign came down from Shemayim that his sins were forgiven, together with a portrait of him in the future, with a lot of offspring. Hadron Allah Yom Kippurim with Slik Allah Masechah's Yuma. Mazel to everyone for being assigned Masechah's Yuma, the sixth Masechah in this Daf Yomi cycle. Grand total of 87 Blat, with 87 Simanim and 261 topics. May this be the beginning of a lifetime connection to the Masechah, facilitated through weekly and ultimately monthly reviews, B'Shiv Dechav V'Vesechah, V'Lech Dechav V'Derech, V'Shav V'Chav V'Mechah, and may we continue to be Matzliach learning and retaining more and more, and ultimately make a Kenyan on all of Shas together. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Hazara. 
Daf Peydal. So the Simon Daf Peydalad is a launch pad. So here goes. The noble woman who kept her healing secrets in a rocket ship launch pad. Rocket ship launch pad? That must be one Daf Peydalad. The noble woman who kept her healing secrets in a rocket ship launch pad, which reminds the one who feels pain in a soul referring to a condition known as Zafidna, which begins in the teeth and gums and spreads in the intestines. We put medicine in his mouth for him on Shabbos because it's a Suffolk Nefashos. And the cause Suffolk Nefashos, Dokos of Shabbos. And the need to avoid any possible danger to life supersedes Shabbos. And the word brings the incident Rabbi Yochan who got a noble woman to share a secret remedy for this disease, which he then shared with the public. So the noble woman who kept her healing secrets in a rocket ship launch pad for diseases that needed eight days of treatment beginning on Shabbos, which reminds us that one may be Machal Shabbos to save someone's life, not only when there's a possibility that he may die on this Shabbos, but even when there's a possibility he may die on another Shabbos. And the Gemara illustrates this halakha with the case of doctors who assess the patient requires treatment for eight days and the first day is Shabbos, which will then require be Machal Shabbos twice. So the noble woman who kept her healing secrets in a rocket ship launch pad for diseases that needed eight days of treatment beginning on Shabbos was distraught when a father discovered them when he busted down the door to save the son who had gotten locked inside. Which reminds us, it was taught in Abraisa that we tend to matters involving danger to life on Shabbos, even when it's necessary to be Machal Shabbos, Mahazari's and anyone who's quick to be Machal Shabbos to save a life is praiseworthy, and he doesn't need to obtain reshus from Basin. If one saw that a child was locked in a room, and the child's very frightened, he may break down the door and take the child out, and the Lord explains that this is permitted even though he intends to break down the door into pieces that he needs for some purpose. Daf Pei Hei, so the symbol Daf Pei Hei is a pe, a mouth, and we use a dentist. So here goes. The dentist, the dentist, that must be one Daf Pei Hei, mouth. The dentist who was pulled out from the lowest level of the clinic, the class on Shabbos, which reminds us, as the mouth hooks up to where on the person's body does one examine to see whether someone is still alive in a collapsed building. The Tanakama holds up to his nose to see if he's breathing, and the Yeshomrim holds up to his heart to determine if there's a heartbeat. We also learned that if one checked and found the bodies in the top layer of the heap to be dead, he should continue to clear away the rubble on the chance that those in the bottom of the heap are still alive. So the dentist who was pulled out from the lowest level of the clinic, the collapse on Shabbos, by the dedicated members of the Vachai Behem rescue team, which reminds us that more brings up rights to present several opinions regarding the source for the Allah, the Pikuch Nefesh is Dochas of Shabbos. If you just said in the name of Shmuel that he felt he had the best source, the Chai Behem, Voshi Yamus Behem. And Rava compares Shmuel's source to the others and shows that they can all be refuted except for Shmuel's. So the dentist who was pulled out from the lowest level of a clinic that collapsed on Shabbos by the dedicated members of the Chai Behem rescue team resolved then and there to do Teshuvah knowing he would also need next Yom Kippur for Kapara. Which reminds the final mission of the Masech the states, Misa Yom Kippur, Mechapri Death and Yom Kippur are mechaper together with tshuva. And the Gemara infers from this that they're mechaper with tshuva, but on their own, without tshuva, they're not mechaper. And based on this, the Gemara suggests that the Mishnah is not in accordance with Rebbe, who taught that Yom Kippur is mechaper even when the transgressor did not do tshuva. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah can even follow the view of Rebbe, for although one who does tshuva before Yom Kippur still requires Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur does not require tshuva. Daf Pevav, so the similar Daf Pevav is police. So here goes. The Chil Hashem police, police, that must be one Daf Pevav, police. The Chil Hashem police, who captured the guy whom all his friends were embarrassed of, which reminds us that one who bears the sin of Chil Hashem does not have the capacity to suspend punishment, nor Yom Kippur to atone, nor suffering to purge. El Kuan told him Misamam Rekos, rather all them together suspend, and death purges the sin. They were asked what constitutes the Chil Hashem, and one answer was, anyone whose friends are embarrassed on account of his bad reputation, this is the Chil Hashem. So the Chil Hashem police, who captured the guy whom all his friends were embarrassed of, had him read the greatest Tshuva poster, which, which reminds the Gemara brings several statements about the greatness of Tshuva. 
Gedor Tshuva Shemavio Ripos Olam, Great Tshuva brings healing to the world. It reaches to the Kisei Kavod. And Gedor Tshuva Shazadonos Natsul Shkagos, when done out of Yira, Zadonos Natsul Zechuyos, when done out of love. So the Chil Hashem police, who captured the guy whom all his friends were embarrassed of, had him read the greatest Tshuva poster and advised him that he should reveal his Bain Adam Chavero's sins to the assembled crowd. Which reminds us, we have a steer in the Pesukim, one pasuk says, Ashrei Nisui Pesha, Kisui Chata'a, Fortune is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is concealed, but on the other hand it's written, Mechasa Pesha'av, Yetzriach, one who conceals his sins will not succeed. One answer is that a sin widely known is revealed, but one not known should be concealed. Another shot is, that Ben Anam Chavero's sin should be revealed, whereas an aver that is Ben Anam Makam should be concealed. Daf Pezayin, so the simmer Daf Pezayin is a golden Pez candy dispenser. So here goes. The notorious little thief who repeatedly said he would steal another candy from his friend's Golden Pez candy dispenser. Golden Pez candy dispenser? That must mean we're on Duff Pezion. So the notorious little thief who repeatedly said he would steal another candy from his friend's Golden Pez candy dispenser and then do tshuva, which reminds the Mishnah Duff Pezion based data, Homer, Echtavashuv, Echtavashuv, Ema speaking beyond the last of tshuva. One says, I'll send it to tshuva, I'll send it to tshuva. He's not given the opportunity to do tshuva. And the reason why it's repeated twice is in accordance with what Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, the one who does an aver and repeats it, Nasalo Keheter. It seemed to him as if it's permissible. So the notorious little thief who repeatedly said he would steal another candy from his friend's golden pez candy dispenser and then do tshuva had a major turn of heart and beseeched the victim three times with three friends, which reminds us that the Gemara brings the halachas regarding appeasing the one that was wrong, such as appeasing him three times and each time he's accompanied by three people, and we're also told what to do if the person that was wronged had died. So the notorious little thief who repeatedly said he would steal another candy from his friend's golden pez candy dispenser, and then the tshuva, had a major turn of heart and beseeched the victim three times with three friends, and said vidui before he joined his family for the suda hamafsekes. Which reminds us that we say vidui numerous times throughout the day, and the Chami said that one should also say vidui before the suda mafsekas, lest he gets intoxicated at the meal and is unable to confess. Alright, that concludes this year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.